Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Hey, welcome into another Mystery Fifth Hour, as always, presented by McCurry Van and Car Rental. We got great news about McCurry. If you didn't hear it in the last Mystery Fifth Hour, I'm about to tell you. McCurry's growing just like we are. We thank you for joining us. That is number 13, Emily Grace McWhorter. We call her EG for short. You know Jim Dunaway. You know Lance Taylor. I'm Ryan Brown. Thank you for joining us for the Mystery Fifth Hour. Give us a thumbs up and make sure you've subscribed to our YouTube channels. Uh, McCurry Van and Car Rental. It is the rental company you can depend on all kinds of vehicles to choose from. That includes trucks, SUVs, passenger vans. They make it really easy to rent. They get you in and out fast. They've got locations in Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville, also in Coleman on 2nd Avenue Northwest. And I told you they got big news. Coming soon to Tuscaloosa on Skyland Boulevard. Call and reserve your rental today, 256-559-1003. That's 256-559-1003 or mccurryrentals.com. You know, I, I never, that, go ahead. That's mccurryrentals.com. I, I never thought about this, but I guess in the hiring process, that makes Forrester 007. He's, he's huh? number seven. Is he number seven? Yeah. Um, so as we sit here in the lobbies of Disrupt Media, I, if we ever get rid of the desk in the lobby, I want to get swivel chairs. Like, these are so comfortable. Mm -hmm. I pat myself on the back. Yeah. I picked these out, by the way. But how comfortable are these swivel chairs? They are chairs? nice. Yeah. Nice cushion ratio. Yeah. Smooth gliding. You can be a big dude, or you can be small, or you can be as small as you, <laughs> and it doesn't really matter. It's comfortable all the way yeah. around. Yeah. The problem with that, if you're doing a broadcast... We do a lot of uh, spinning like that. Is it that. we're moving too much? Oh, yeah. I mean, some people, no. some people would find it hard to watch. Yeah. I mean, not me. I mean, you know me. Like we're going to have them in studio. We need fixed chairs in studio, but just out here, they'd be comfortable. I mean, I kind of want it in the studio. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's going to fly right there. You don't sit very still. You're a mover. I am a mover. You're a mover in a yeah. I mean, Right now, I'm, yeah. I know, I can see it. But, Anxious. but just Anxious. sitting in it one time out here, I thought to myself, in my sports room, I would like that chair. That would be a comfortable watching game chair. Mm -hmm. So if one of these chairs disappears, we know who took it. These are heavy-ass chairs. Oh, I'm yeah. not They're expensive chairs. Swivel chairs are expensive. Yeah. Are they really? Oh, yeah. These, oh, these chairs are probably, uh, we know how much that chair is, the womb chair that's out of, <laughs> out of shot right now. These are probably $1,300 chairs. Easily. Yeah. Really? For easy? Sure. Mm -hmm. I've been apartment shopping. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got these at, at home in, in, in downtown Homewood, and yeah, I think they were every bit of 1300 We spent a little bit on furniture. We did. I remember that. I remember that expenditure. <laughs> but if you buy quality furniture, it lasts. Yes. That's right. It's still here two years yep. later. That's well, right. It better be here in two more years. <laughs> yeah, we better be No here. red wine on this furniture. Yeah, what's the cost per sit on these, I wonder? Uh, well, they get used a lot. Yeah, now, I will say that. Yeah. The, the furniture out here gets used an awful Pennies lot. on yeah. the dollar. Yeah, yeah, because Womb Chair wasn't out here until recently. Taylor built our entire social media powerhouse in that chair right there that's that used to be her chair so it's priceless is what i'm yeah it's it's a yeah. historic artifact of we've the made our money back on it easily <laughs> yes yeah. but to lance's point um that better go in the uh, next round museum yeah it yeah. needs to be here a decade yeah it needs to be a good decade if, if we're in this uh one particular space for a decade, I'm, I'm, i don't know how um, yeah i'm gonna say that ain't happening yeah because yeah. i had a visitor More on yesterday that next july well i had to i had to explain i was like we're really not this cluttered like we're all pretty ocd and we're all pretty neat 
And there's just shit everywhere, and it's just because we're out of room. We have nowhere to go. Yeah. We have nowhere yeah. to go. We're trapped, Lance. We're trapped. I mean, really. This is a cry for help. Really, we never thought we'd be double-digit employees. And then. I never really envisioned that. Yeah. I thought we'd be a niner forever and ever. And then it was really? 10. Then it was 11. Mm-hmm. Then it was 12. Mm-hmm. And then it's freaking 13. 13. I know. Yeah, freaking yeah. 13. And, and, and week three for you, which. I mean, it's been a grind, right? Yes, and I can't. We were thinking it was week two of a little yeah. bit ago, but it is in fact week three. Wow. Where does the time go? Well, you have fit in perfectly. Aww. So, week three, that means you've gotten a paycheck. Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Your first professional you, paycheck. You going to the dog track? It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. The dog track. <laughs> that I used to remember going on Fridays at the, the first and 15th. And when you were in school fl- in Tuscaloosa? Yeah, flooded. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. bring their paycheck. Do you remember, uh, EG will not remember this, but back when we were in radio, somebody was talking about the green track, the dog track down. Is that the one? It's in Utah. In Utah. Yeah. It's about 40 minutes south of Tuscaloosa. Do you remember um, somebody called in and was like, there was a legendary dog there, and the dog's name was Joe Dump, D-U-M-P. Joe Dump. Buried at the finish line. They were like, he's buried at the finish line. He was, and we're like, you are completely He caught the rabbit. Because you know, so the, the, the old story goes, you go watch the dog that has just used the potty. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm talking like you're a three-year-old, E.G. Well, I'm going to be honest. It's a little out of my... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've never don't, been to a dog I don't track. think they run Comfort dogs anymore. anymore. They probably don't, but, but back when they used... Yeah. knowledge. When they used to run greyhounds, you would go look at the dog that just took a dump, and you'd be like, he's running on a light load, and apparently that worked when you were betting <laughs> on the dogs, which sounds awful. I don't want to go watch for, oh, there's one taking them. You know. right. It really didn't work, by yeah. the way. It did not. No. So it was just a theory. A so theory. we thought this guy was messing with us about this dog named Joe Dump. Right. Right? So the late, great Cecil Hurt, pour one out for Cecil Hurt, one of the greatest journalists in the state of Alabama history, called into the show. He's like, I know y'all think this guy's messing with me, but he's absolutely telling the truth. Wow. And uh, so there was a dog at Green Shack named Joe Dump. No, I remember because there was a... When I was a student, there was another dog that they thought was approaching the greatness of Joe Dump, and it was IMA, and I forgot the second half of the name because it's been 25, 30 years. IMA um, is I'm a winner. It, was I'm a, it wasn't that. It was something I'm a something, but that dog could fly. But I used to enjoy going there. They had dollar beer night. We'd but I th- yeah, blow all our money there. I think the genesis of the conversation was us asking, do you think a dog's ever caught the rabbit? And this guy called and was like, oh, yeah, Joe Dump yeah. caught the rabbit. Because they'd have a rabbit yeah, on a and stick. Then, and then it. Well, it's not a real rabbit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's on an arm. It's on an arm, but the dog's, dogs are chasing, trained thinking to chase it's a real yeah, rabbit. Yeah, and I think it would be more interesting if it was real oh, rabbit. I, I agree. It's a real rabbit. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. It's just a rabbit on a stick, yeah. and it goes around the track, and the dogs chase it. That's how they get the dogs. Yeah, I think what they should do is get Belgian Malinois and have convicts run and get the dogs to chase them. Lance. That's another thing, E.G., you'll learn about Lance. He's got a lot of ideas of what we do with yes. uh, the incarcerated. I heard some last night. Yeah. The yeah. There, there's always an interest. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. So, number 12, E.G.'s number 13, number 12, uh, came up with a topic for our Mystery Fifth Hour today, presented by McCurry Van and Car Rental. Traveling with strangers is the topic. Traveling with strangers. So, we've got a series of questions here about traveling. And let's start with this one. I know these two... I don't know if it's a nightmare, but they have experience of this, a ride-sharing experience. The question is, have you ever had a nightmare ride-sharing experience? E.G., we'll start with you. You have not heard their ride-sharing stories, I don't think. Off the top of my head, no. No? They've been pretty run-of-the-mill. Um, I, yeah, I've, 
Not bad at all. See, I don't even know why I'm in this conversation. I don't think I've ever traveled with strangers, ever. Dude, you've uh, told the story before about your ride sharing. With the ride share, I mean, it was back from our honeymoon. So it's been 25 years now. We got delayed because of medical emergency flying back from Jamaica. And by the time we made it to Atlanta, the connecting flight from Atlanta to Birmingham, we had missed it. So we were supposed to just hang out at the hotel, I mean, at the airport or find our own hotel. Nobody was putting us up. And being just an hour and 50 minutes away, we decided to get a rent-a-car. But a lot of people, there was one left in the long line that was there. And the couple behind us, who also were coming back from their honeymoon, the Davises. Um, oh, you told me the story. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They, uh, we got one, I think it was a Cadillac. It was a four-door something, a huge car. And we let them ride with us. And, you know, 15 years later, I ran into him in line at Tzatziki's. <laughs> and she was like, you probably don't remember me, but we rode back with you from our honeymoon. And I was like, oh, I remember you. And so we caught up with the kids and I've followed them ever since on social media and keep up with their kids and everything. And all that with a ride share coming back uh, because of some guy had a heart attack. Over <laughs> over Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> wow. See, I thought y'all How'd meant... that guy turn out? Yeah, I don't know. They pulled yeah. him off on a stretcher. Hey. Oh. I thought y'all meant like a bad Uber. I, I well, it realize... could be anything. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever had a ride share where I've I... been in a car. But you know what? I don't think I have either. But you don't Uber by yourself, do you? No. That's okay. what I'm, I'm never. Ever. I'm yeah. never. Yeah. I'm scared yeah. of my own shadow a little bit. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. Like I was trying to think of like even a uh, like a shuttle bus or something like yeah. that and i really can't even think of one because yes. i'm like you i've never shared yeah. an uber uh -huh. or a taxi with anybody so like, i uh we, we had a client i called him 54 do you remember 54 so i didn't know him well the steakhouse guy and we went up to boston so i had a i had a i had a, I had a yeah. fraternity brother of mine we were having his bachelor party in boston and he ended up not showing i don't know if his uh soon-to-be bride Got cold feet, didn't want him to go. So the bachelor didn't show yeah. up for his own bachelor oh. party? But yeah. you know I was going. <laughs> yeah, like, so, well, we paid for Without the bachelor. Yeah, I wouldn't have to throw him a party. So that was just a party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I went up with this dude that was one of our ex-clients, um, but I really didn't know him. And the whole sole, sole purpose is I had a buddy that was playing for the A's then, and they were playing the Red Sox. We had tickets, and I had never been to Fenway. So I take this client with me because he wants to have a meeting with Eric Chavez, who was a really good third baseman. And so I set up the meeting. We have a lunch. And him and I go out that night. And the first thing we did, we went to a Bank of America. And he, he withdrew $1,000 cash. And he's like, we're partying on this tonight. And I'm like, okay. okay. So he's probably my age then, and I'm in my 20s. And we went out and drank so much. And he blacked out and made the biggest fool of himself. Mm. Like, was starting fights. was st uh, like, like, just couldn't make sentences. Was falling all over the place. So I ducked out on his ass. And the next day, you know, I saw him. He sent me a text. He's like, uh, hey, we're going to get lunch. He's like, what happened last night? And I was like, dude, I just, I think you went to bed. I saw you get a cab. <laughs> but I mean, he was a complete train wreck. I tried to hang with him as long as I could because he had the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, naturally. But then he completely fell apart. So he was a client? He was, yeah, I mean, for a little bit. Okay. I think was. Is a and thank God. So it wasn't Mondelli. It was no. Okay. And, and thank God. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't know the guy. I had known him, met him a couple of times, and we ended up traveling together. And, boy, he was a damn mess. But I'm like you. I've never 
I've never been tempted to share a cab or an Uber. That's no. That's, that's going to be something I'm going to. I'm like, just going to. But I've got the Dunaway story too. We came back from Jamaica. Yeah. Um, we had a huge delay in Memphis. We get over Birmingham, and the runway lights somehow had been cut. So they have to fly us to Atlanta. We land in Atlanta. Um, the crew had had worked too much overtime or whatever, so they walked. We didn't have a flight back to Birmingham, so we had to get a rental. Rentals ran out. We shared a rental with some chick. I slept in the back. My wife then rode shotgun, kept her awake, and wow. yeah, I <laughs> slept in the back. We'll, we're back. <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks, ladies. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw, and, and not to make this all about myself, but it seems like you, you guys ain't got a lot of stories. But I did. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> summer ever was 1995 when I did play-by-play -play in the Jayhawk League. It was Woodbat League Scout League. And I got there at the end of May. I'd just gotten out of school, and it was an excuse to go back for a sixth year at Alabama. Um, I was like, I've got to do this internship, and I can't do it if I'm not a student. So parents agreed. End up showing up in Elkhart, Kansas. We had a meet and greet. The next day, we got on a bus and ha headed to Hayes, Kansas. So I didn't know any of these guys, and I would go around to everybody and just ask them questions where I'd have stuff to talk about, like mm -hmm. this dude was a – you know, all-state quarterback or, you know, this guy's got a, a, a little brother that's missing a leg, whatever. Just have little things. I'm just throwing that out there. But the first trip, I ended up having to, to share a room with the bus driver who was like 90 no. years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was just so awkward. And then from then on, I got to know the guys, and it was like I started, you know, hanging out with those yeah. guys. But yeah. it, was, it was awkward. Well, I will tell you, back in one of the Caribbean, Caribbean islands, uh, for our five-year anniversary, we end up at an all-inclusive, and I bump into a girl I dated for three or four months. Were you naked? Was it a nude no, no, beach? No, no, but we you heard his nude beach story. We were in swimwear. I think I want to know that one. And then uh, it's actually really good. But then I end up meeting, end up meeting her husband. They'd got married since then. They may have been on their honeymoon then, and he and I end up hitting it off. But she, she was pretty pretty beat up when we stopped seeing each other. So that was sort of the first time I'd seen her since the breakup. And Jimmy Heartbreak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heartbreak kid. And uh, then I remember, he's a big Alabama fan too. I remember me and him sitting in a hot tub smoking cigars and Maggie and her over there griping about how good of buddies we'd become because we were both <laughs> shit-faced drunk. And we're sitting in hot tubs in Jamaica smoking cigars and talking Alabama football. What is the, uh, the Travis Tritt song, 10 Foot? Ten feet and bulletproof. Yeah, uh, I'll get like that a little bit. You guys have seen me. Uh, I have a couple of cocktails. I've seen, I've seen that yeah. Lance, yeah. But I remember one night I was at the old music hall. It was a Thursday night. It was Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving night's a big night for the kids to go out. When I was a kid, because everybody wants to get away from the parents, right. and there's a lot of people out. So I was out, and I met these two girls, and I ended up going back because we went to watch the movie Friday at their place. Well, at the end of the night, they're both out cold and so i needed a ride home i didn't have a ride i couldn't get a cab this is before ubers so i walk i listen and i hear like a highway and i walk it's over in hoover somewhere and i get to a bp gas station and i ended up paying a dude 20 dollars to take me home didn't know the dude it was like Ooh, four man. in the morning uh -uh. Oh, man that's like early Uber. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You could have yeah. invented Uber back then. Oh, I could have been dismembered back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, sure could have been a lot of things. Uh, Lance oh. had a Lance had a habit for a brief period when we first started the show, when we'd get into either taxis or ride shares with Ubers or Lyfts, that uh, he would um, want to, um, one time was, uh, he just asked the guy, the, it was an Uber driver, hey, 
I won't kill you, but can I choke you out real quick? Yeah. Can I choke you out? <laughs> how real much quick? would I have to pay you? Well, how much would I have to pay you yeah. if you let me choke you out? He's kidding, of course. Yeah. But it's just, it's just me playing. Sometimes the cab drivers aren't aware of that, and uh, <laughs> Lance likes. To, he also he likes, especially to, if they're yeah. not from our country. Yeah, he likes to negotiate <laughs> with them. Yes. Uh, what was the, what is? Will you tell her real quick and our listeners the the time? Did you have a steering wheel or something? No, we were. Uh, so me and Rocky had gone over to see the Titans. It's when Chris Johnson was running all over the NFL, and it was a meaningless game for the Rams. I'll never forget a quarterback named Keith Knoll started for the Rams. And this is in the 2000s, mid-2000s. Keith Knoll? Keith Knoll. Where did he play N-U-L-L. He played it like uh, West Texas State or something. Wow. Wow. But he started, and we got run off the field like 45 to nothing. And it was freezing cold in Nashville. But we met up with our buddy Clay Travis. And we ended up, we walked from Midtown to Downtown to Broadway. And it got so cold, we finally saw a cab. We flagged him down. We got in the cab. And for whatever reason, the headrest that they pull out, yeah. I bought the headrest off of him and I took it out with me. I have no idea why to this day. He took the headrest with him. Out of the guy's car. Yeah. Where'd you put it after? Is it like on display in your house? No, I mean, I carried it around to the bars and then yeah, just, I just left it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't really it worth was a, what he paid for. It, it was a prop for the night. Yeah. Uh, worst <laughs> flight you have been on. Worst flight you've been on. I'll start this one. We were in, uh, when you go skiing in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, you can fly into Hayden, Colorado. And it's surrounded by all these mountain peaks. So literally, like, when they fly in, they have to slam the plane down, basically. And they have to do the slingshot to take off because of the mountain ranges, Right. So we're flying through Minneapolis. We had a layover in Minneapolis, and um, we're sitting on the runway, and the pilot comes on and is like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's some severe weather that's ahead of us. We're going to try to delay just a little bit to let it get out past Minneapolis by the time we get there. Um, so, you know, we're going to sit here on the runway for a minute. So then we sit on the runway, and he goes, all right, it's after about 20 minutes, he goes, all right, we're going to go ahead and take off. I was like, 20 minutes didn't seem like we waited a whole lot of time there. That, come, that factors into the story. Um, so then they do the slingshot, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Where they rev the engines and the brakes are locked and then they let it go when you do that right there. So we take off, great flight. We start, you know, you, when you fly into storms, you know, it's, like it's just, it builds and builds and builds. By the time we're in Minneapolis, lightning's popping left and right. The plane kept losing it. Were you nervous? Huh? Uh, a little bit. I mean, like the weird thing was we were on a flight with a couple who had been on a flight before where they told they said their final goodbyes to one another. Mm. Wow. We knew this couple we were traveling with. They said their final goodbyes to one another. That's how bad that flight was. They thought they were gone. Oh, wow. And they were on this one again. So I'm like, I'm kind of looking at them like, if they're not nervous, <laughs> they've, they've not actually nervous. lived this. So, if, you know, if they're not panicked, maybe I shouldn't panic. But I'm telling you, man, the, it was doing like this and it kept losing it. I think oh. they call losing its air where it keeps bottoming out yeah. like that. Hitting air pockets. Yeah. yeah, and finally, he gets it so close to the runway, he just slams it down. And when he did, everybody clapped. Yeah. And, like, he came out of the cockpit, too, to yeah. get his thank yous. He was standing there, everybody's like, man, thank you, Grace. Oh, no, no, no big deal. No big Photo deal. op right now. Yeah, yeah no, no. $5 a head. Ooh, that was a rough one. Uh, for me, I was coming back from, uh, this would have been 1992. I'm, I mean, I'm EG's age in the business. Um, and Samford had made it to Youngstown State semifinals of the uh, FCS, uh, Division One AA back then. And to show you how far it's come, the semifinal game was not on ESPN or anything. We carried it locally on NBC 13. <laughs> wow. And so Ken Lass and I did play-by-play and analysts of the game. So we fly up with the Samford team and we're broadcasting it back to Birmingham. And then after the game, we're flying out 
and they let us know that we'd be flying. It was snowing and cold in Youngstown, Ohio in December, that we would be flying out in a, in a snow, thunder snow, which is a thunderstorm of snow. Which Were you I, already nervous? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous when I fly anyway, but I didn't. I was like, well, first of all, we're flying in snow and icing over and everything. What's that going to be like? They were having to de-ice the plane. Yeah, I've had some of the de-ice flights, and you're like, boy, I hope uh, they get this right. And they're out there, you know, I guess with heaters, whatever they're doing, yeah. de-icing the plane. It's already an overpacked, you know, the whole team and all the traveling party, the broadcast team, the equipment's on one charter plane already. I feel like we're overpacked anyway. You know, I've just seen We Are Marshall, it feels like. <laughs> you know, or at least I know the story. So I'm sitting there. This is horrible. And we get up, and it's snowing and thundering and lightning in a snowstorm. And it was the worst flight we'd ever been on. And it was, and for some of the players, it was their first flight. Oh, God. And it was a horrible, horrible flight home. And it's the scariest I've ever been on the flight. And I've been in some bad ones since. Uh, my scariest one always is Las Vegas, though, in the heat of summer flying out when um, we're taking off and then halfway on the takeoff, it just dies and we come to a slow stop and we just sit there and sit there and nobody says anything. And then the pilot says, we've had a little technical problem. And then as it turns out that one of the flight attendants tells us later on, or maybe it was the co-pilot, that if that had happened like 45 seconds later and we'd been in flight, we'd have been into the, to the desert, we'd have crashed. Mm that they lost all electronics in the in the front cockpit. Mm. So that's, that's the scariest one. But mm. as far as with strangers, the Sanford football team and a thunder snow, whatever they call it, that was wow. my scariest in flight. Do you have a scary in flight? Yes. Well, it's, so I don't mind turbulence, unpopular opinion. I kind of like it. I like Do you like roller coasters too? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Not me. But I like tur I, I like the the motion of the like okay. ooh, like your stomach kind of drops a little bit. Yeah. Like, ah. um, Makes you feel alive. Yeah, you're like ooh, yeah. okay. But mine is not turbulence related. This was my flight back from Europe, so in May, no June, and to build the story up, I got so so sick in Rome, like sickest I've ever been in my life. Was it food poisoning? No, I don't know what it was. It was I thought I was going to die in Rome and not make it back to my family. I, of course, did not tell my mom or anyone how bad I actually was feeling because like, I just need to get home. So I get on the flight, and this is the connecting flight from Rome to Paris. And I thought that I had taken too much NyQuil because I couldn't wake up. I felt like a zombie. It was the weirdest feeling. But anyways, we get on the transfer over there, and I'm running a fever, and my fever keeps breaking. And finally, we get on the flight from Paris to Atlanta. And I'm feeling ill just terrible and I get a window seat and I'm next to this couple and I'm 99% sure that it was they're coming back from their honeymoon okay so I am up against the window like plat like my, my my cheek is on the glass or the plastic of the window dying I have like snot coming out of oh. my face like <laughs> it is so bad I'm blowing my nose every 10 seconds and I'm Clearly, these this couple is trying to enjoy their last like moments of bliss next to me, who's like looks like death warmed over. You know, this is part of their story forever right, now. Coming home from our honeymoon. Yes, yes, and so I. <laughs> and they're fairly young too, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And the husband was in the middle, and the wife was on the end. And I don't want to get near. It's just awkward yeah. because, and you, like, do you say anything? Like, hey guys, you <laughs> toward your honeymoon. I I'm ill, and so I got up one time. It's a I think an 11-hour flight. I got up once because I didn't want to disturb them. 
and I was sleeping in 20 minute increments. Oof. So I'd wake up and at the seven hour mark, I was like, someone is pranking me. I have been on this flight for 24 hours. Get me off. Touchdown in Atlanta. I stepped foot in the international section and it was the, my body like rejuvenated. And I was completely fine that night. Really? My body was rejecting Europe. That's what we said. Rejecting, rejecting Europe. Europe. But I got home and it was fine. But that flight. So could you have stayed in Europe another day or no? No. I, I could. It was awful. And I wanted to be a flight attendant for a little bit. So before I got this oh, job, I was like, well. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I was like, I could be a flight attendant. After so if, that, we, if, if Brown and Reed had not hired you. Where would I be? Would you hmm. be a flight attendant? You'd be right somewhere over the well, air on a Southwest air flight right now. Not after that flight. I got home and I said, I will never be a flight attendant because of how miserable I was. Well, and what I did to a flight attendant one time, and that's what? a bad way to start a Wow. wow. No. I used to fly Southwest a lot, and I went to visit my buddy in L.A., and this is years ago. And I had some, some really interesting encounters on Southwest because it was general admission. Mm. And whether... I would eyeball somebody that I wanted to sit next to or somebody would eyeball me that they wanted to sit next to me. I was in line and I met these two girls that were going on spring break. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard the story. They were coming from Sacramento. So they flew Sacramento to LA and they were going LA to New Orleans. And then I was going LA to New Orleans to Birmingham. They were getting off in New Orleans to go on a cruise. So we start talking when we're boarding and uh, we end up sitting together, me and the two girls. And I've got a bunch of drink tickets because back then I had a Visa Southwest and they would send the a bunch of drink tickets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I start getting us because they had the airplane bottles, the minis of Cuervo. And so we start doing Cuervo after Cuervo after Cuervo. And this is like from L.A. to New Orleans at that. It's probably a four hour flight. We start descending and this one girl pukes. <gasps> and it's a completely packed flight. Pukes all over the side of the plane. Yeah. Yeah, and so the flight attendant's coming back. She's, like, getting her bags because it's, like, explosive puke. Oh, it won't oh, stop. Oh. Yeah, and so everybody in the plane's freaking out. Oh, We're descending. I would, I would be throwing and everybody's, point, yes. everybody's pissed at me. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? I can't, she can't handle her liquor. It's not me. But they put the tray down, and we're going down. She puts her head in her throw up. She's got shit in oh. her hair, corn and stuff. Nobody oh. needs to hear yeah. this, Lance. No. Oh. So the, the funny thing is, after we deplane, the poor flight attendants have to clean all this yeah. up. And I'm walking through trying to find where my connector is, and I'm looking, and her buddy is like, got her like she's blown an ACL, limping her off the field. And my only thought Kellen is. <laughs> Great game, Kellen. Hey, my only thought is. Their spring break just started. They're, oh, about to get on, yeah. they're about to get on a carnival cruise ship. This, this is day one. Yeah. <laughs> they met the wrong guy yeah. flying out. Boy, did they. Uh, speaking of cruises, thumbs up, thumbs down on a cruise. Uh, You're a mid-thumb? Yeah. I mean, I'm I've down. gone down, two. Down. I've had a great experience and a bad experience. Yeah, I've gone carnival. That's all I've done. So it's been cheesy, but. It's yeah. not great. Uh, I've done Disney with the kids, and it was fun. I had a good time with that one. Yeah. I think my brother took his family on a Disney cruise and said it was really good. I had a good time with the Disney. Did not yeah. Dude, how much would a Disney, a Disney cruise cost? Uh, was, you, was, you step foot in park, you're already broke. Oh, that I know. Was, the park itself's that, crazy. That was two full-time job, Jim. Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> when he was like, yeah, let's go on a Why cruise. are you mid-thumb on cruises, well, EG? do you guys, this, is, this will relate. Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Okay, you guys know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, me and my brother went through a phase of like loving Duck Dynasty. Seriously. Seriously, like Sadie Robertson. Yeah. She yeah. was right. like. Yeah, she went on the speaking tour for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She's. Did awesome. she marry that baseball dude? 
No, that's her um, sister-in-law, actually. Oh, okay. Married. Yeah. Anyways. He, no, she her, speaks now yeah. to church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love yeah. her. Like, yeah. she is yeah. who, my role model. And we've also been, she's my celebrity lookalike, I've been told. Oh, really? Been told. You yeah. See, I've only seen the show once or twice. I just remember the dudes with the long hair. A little bit. Yeah. You do have yeah. a little bit, yeah. So, anyways, we went on a Duck Commander cruise. EG. Really? I, the, the, the crowd on the Duck Commander crew has to be. I'm surprised out. you haven't done this then. It was, no, but it gets better. It gets better. Was there any camouflage? Uh, I'm about to show you guys a picture. Right. So, is there a camouflage swimsuit? So just wait. No. The, the kicker is one, American flags. I'm in middle school, okay, and my one of my brothers, we were their grandmas because our grandmas would take us on a cruise or a trip for our 16th birthday. Oh, okay. You, you said this plural. Yeah, grandmas, both of them. Oh, wow. Like, uh, yeah. So for yeah, a 16th birthday, yeah, they were uh -huh. such good friends. Yeah, that, yeah so for a 16th birthday, that was what they yeah. gave all the grandkids. Yes. You get to pick a trip. Just our sect of grandkids. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. Okay, I don't want to. Um, so my oldest brother, he went to almost like Royal Caribbean. They actually were giving him like mimosas yeah. left and right. Didn't think there was champagne in it. Awesome. Great time. So then when <laughs> yeah. Jake turned 16, as the youngest, I was like, all right, well, I'm getting two out of this. I want to go with Jake. And yeah. then when I turned gotcha. 16, yeah. So you so doubled down. Me, exactly. Me and Jake decided collectively we're going to go on the Duck Commander cruise. And we right. made our grandmas take us on the cruise. And would I go on another cruise? Probably not. Would I go on another Duck Commander cruise? Yeah. You would? I would. Really? Oh so it wasn't that bad? No, it was not that bad. And I'm, they were on the cruise with you? Yes, on all the, the cruise. All the Duck Commander people. Yeah. All of them. Um, well, they made a fortune off that day. That was yeah. the most fun about a cruise. I know you're pulling those pictures. Was... Back to strangers meeting like the most random people yeah, on a right. cruise. So yeah. there's me and Sadie. I'm in a camouflage. Now. You're with Sadie. I'm with oh. Sadie. Now, do you guys see me in camouflage? No, I'm not a camo girl. Well, you grew up in Georgia, I though. I could see it. Yeah, but I mean, like, what, what about like uh, fashionable that's camo? Your like, yes. that's like your Brown's got yeah. fashionable camo. Yeah, 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 shorts yeah. These are, it's this like is, urban camo shorts. This right is real tree monogrammed yeah. in orange. Monogrammed camo. There's nothing. camouflage for the occasion. Me and Sadie I mean, Robertson. you look different with that color hair. I know, my hair's really dark. My hair used to be really wow. dark. Yeah, y'all yeah, do look a lot alike. Yeah. You do yeah, with dark hair. Yeah. 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 That's wild. So, yeah. a Duck Commander Cruise. Duck Commander Cruise. And so random. It was pretty fun. Yeah. But where, I don't, where, wait, so who's got the camo on? That's, that's EG. That's EG. Wow. Yeah. How old were you? Like 10? Probably, no, like 13, 14. So, was that in the Caribbean? Did you guys go yeah, in the Caribbean? Yeah, we went to Mexico. Yeah. Um, with the grandmas too. That was the best part. Yeah. Like me, my sixteen-year-old brother, and both of my grandmas. Let me see your grandma. Them. Okay, <laughs> listen, my grandmas. So right, my my bad cruise story though. So we went to Cosmel, and I tried to stay at Carlos and Charlie's, and so we were with three couples. And they were like, you can't stay here. And I'm like, From I'm staying cruise. here. What is I'm, Carlos and Charlie's? Uh, the one in Cosmel. Okay. And no, I was like, what is Carlos? Oh, Carlos Charlie's is big party. Okay, uh, it's all a big right, bar. Yeah, yeah. Like senior frogs, right. and I made friends with all the Hispanic uh, staff, and they're like, "We got a big party tonight. You just stay with us, fly back to the states." And I'm like, "I'm staying. I'm staying. Yeah. I'm staying." So they talked me into leaving, but I left with a whistle, a Carlos and Charlie's whistle. And so at dinner that night, and you guys have been on a cruise. Everybody's sitting back and doing their four or five course meal or whatever. I'm blowing the whistle nonstop. That did not get annoying at all, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I got told a million times. I finally had to leave. But I felt so bad the next day. It was a three-day cruise. On the third day, I did not have a sip of alcohol. I was basically on the, uh, was it the bowel, the front of the boat? Whatever yeah, like, that is. like Rose and... Uh... 
I just laid there all day drinking yeah. water. I felt terrible. Awful. The, the whistle so was going to come in handy if the boat sank. Can you agree that rose on a Titanic? We actually bottomed out, and we had to. We were supposed to go back to uh, New Orleans. We ended up going to Mobile and uh, got off the boat there, and we rented. It was me and three couples. We had no other option to get home. We rented some rundown-ass limo, and it took us from Mobile to Birmingham. Your travels. It was awful. Lance could have done this whole thing by himself. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but the thing I like about Lance is I feel like if I travel with him, we'll get home. Well, you'll yeah, get he home. always finds his way he'll back to Birmingham. Fun story. Yeah, yeah. He always finds his way back to Birmingham somehow. Uh, listen, McCurry Van and Car Rental. If you need a car, van, or a truck, rent from McCurry. They are the local rental company you can depend on. They got the trucks, the SUVs, the passenger vans you need. They make it easy to rent. They get you in and out fast. They've got locations in Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville. And they're in Coleman on 2nd Avenue Northwest. And coming soon, Tuscaloosa, Skyland Boulevard. Call and reserve your rental today, 256-559-1003. That's 256-559-1003 or mccurryrentals.com. That's mccurryrentals.com. Please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you have uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media at Next Round Live. Thank you for joining us for the Mystery Fifth Hour.